0: The city of Los Angeles has record-cheap solar power lined up, but there's a problem. Are recycling plants collapsing in California? Advocates call on lawmakers to rescue it. And local pension costs grew in California at nearly six times the national average. That's what's coming up in this week's episode of California Streaming. This is the California Streaming Podcast with your hosts, Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're three conservative California natives. Putting ridiculous state and local politics on blast. So hop on our magic bullet train to nowhere, and let's talk some California politics.
1: Yes, and we're back,
2: ladies and gentlemen. We are
1: back. Yeah, college football's back. This we'll is my part.
0: favorite time of the year. It's fantastic. As we get into fall, as we get into October, we get playoff baseball. We get NFL. We get college football. Got, it. it's Got great. Everything and I love the weather. they will be working. playoffs are headed this way. That's what way. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. The weather's nice. Mm-hmm. Love that fall weather.
2: And on the political front, then there were 10.
1: Then there were 10. We are
2: down to 10 dim. Well, I well, should say. Yeah. yeah. 10, Some of them don't know it. but, the, well, <laughs> but we're, down to, not, we're down to 10 on the debate stage. Yes. Let's get clear. There's still right. more than 10 running,
1: I think. They still have a chance. They're gonna. They're going to pull it out, John. They're going to do this they?
2: thing. Yeah, I got to admit, I'm a little surprised that uh, Mr. Yang, right, Andrew right. Yang, he made it. Um, I would have thought Gabbard would have. She didn't, and I'll be the first to say on air. I was, I was probably being a little aggressive with my uh, prediction that Beto would not be making this one. However, I, no, I still, it's still, well, it's still he,
1: solid prediction there.
2: He's yeah. no, no, he, he's in there, which I said he wouldn't be. I still don't see him being the candidate. No way. It's 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 still down to either or, Warren, maybe Bernie. I doubt it, but probably Warren.
0: Biden just keeps digging himself in deeper and deeper <laughs> Alzheimer when, holes. When, when you've got your when you've got the guy who performed
2: brain surgery on you trying to vouch for you that your brain is good, that that's not good territory.
0: If you know what's really almost telling is where's. Barack Obama and all this. You think he'd be supporting his mm. VP? Hey, he he is nowhere him, to be found.
1: He just bought himself some beachfront property up in the, uh, Fif- the West Hampton? Hamptons, right? Hampton? Yeah. 15 million. Martha's bucks. Vineyard. Yeah. How do
0: you make that amount of money
1: mm. on the POTUS salary? But mm. hey, you know what? Uh, let's not worry about rising sea levels because he's right next to the beach. Let's not worry about that $15 million I, mansion. I, I, I read spot. a story
0: about. We'll start freaking out about global climate change as soon as insurance companies start adjusting coastal home premiums. That's exactly right. Because you would think they would be on the the forefront of, hey, (laughs) you could lose your house to these rising tides. Or, and I read
2: an article that goes with the same theory and it's combining what you just said and what Bobby said, we should start listening to liberals who tell us climate change is a big problem and sea levels rising when they start selling and stop buying beachfront property. Right. Absolutely. It's like, if you guys seriously thought this was a problem, why in the world are you buying something that's going to be worthless in 10 years?
0: Well, and, and it's a game that's got uh, the goalposts constantly shift. If Always. The, if, the, if the temperature Always. gets too hot, it's climate change. And if it gets too cold, it's climate change. And if there's no rain, it's climate change. And if there's too much rain, it's climate change. Uh, but, like, but 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 doesn't it isn't a consistent element always been maybe i'm again
2: it changes by the day so i could be wrong but isn't a consistent element always been the sea levels are
1: going to rise
2: right so again if you're going to buy something that's going to be worthless
1: in 10 years hey you know andrew yang was out there saying everybody move inland that's right. everybody move in inland that's come true. on you, you got to get out of here it's time to run for the hills it's funny though i mean that
2: it do as funny. i it's it's another classic example. They want you to do as they say, not as they do. They are buying beachfront property because
0: it's beautiful. I got no
2: problem with with that. It's just like
0: Bernie. If, yeah, exactly. He, the dude owns like four homes. Right. He's a millionaire. Right. Right. Uh, Can't he, afford he's a part comb. of the one percent. Oh. He won't pay his staff a livable wage, <laughs> or, or he'll reduce wage. their
2: hours until yeah, he, it gets to an average of a minimum.
0: Wage. <laughs> All these people are a sham, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. Big time for people that are so gung-ho about how big of a fraud Trump is. You'd think they'd be able to see this fraud for what it is, but it's obviously just party politics. Exactly. exactly Did you guys happen
1: to catch the clip of Bernie Sanders at the Muhammad Ali boxing? Uh, Yeah. where (laughs) Where he hit the speed bag, hit him right back in the face. He
0: looks terrible. He's hitting a speed bag and like one of his first uncoordinated jabs. The bag comes back and like hits him in the oh, head. Oh no! And he's just got this whiff after
1: whiff. It's oh, it hits him right in the face. This was oh, great. He almost terrible. knocked himself out. I didn't see. And you're this. like, what are you doing? I got to go look this up. <laughs> this it's is funny. this is this is gold. But one of the other things that just happened was uh, Newsom just came out and said he's come to an agreement. We're going to have rent control in this state. Five percent plus inflation. We talked about that. That's, that's the episode, update on right? the last yeah. episode. That's, yeah, 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 that's the update on the last episode.
2: Well, guys, this is good news. All the housing problems are over in California. Right. No, is I, that
1: no, no? If that, I mean, if that's what that means, we this is celebration time. And on top of that, on top of that, he nixed his idea of having a homeless czar for administration purposes. He went, eh, we don't need one of those advisors for homelessness. Forget it.
0: Any homeless czar that doesn't immediately say we need more homes is an idiot,
1: <laughs> which is probably why I got rid of it. <laughs> wait, wait, that-
2: I'm going to break this to you real gently. Most what? of the people in Sacramento are idiots.
0: <laughs> so
1: the more I, that you might know, think, that, <laughs> might, that
2: might come
0: as a shock. I but. Think, I think we mentioned this episodes ago, and it was just a concept. But I read this morning in the LA Times that the city of Los Angeles is moving forward with the $15 minimum wage program for homeless people to pick up trash.
1: Yes. For just just like the poop program over in San Francisco. Okay, so
0: that's what we were talking about. Yes. I think that's what we were just talking about. But what they're going to do is pay homeless people 15 bucks an hour to pick up their trash. So, so in case you're following at home, homeless people leave their trash. The city of Los Angeles pays homeless people to pick up their trash. I think that's a pretty good gig.
1: You got a (laughs) win-win here everywhere, baby. Live, drop it, pick
0: it up, get fifteen bucks an hour. does anyone, dude? Does anyone treat their household like that? Like your little kids make a mess, and you say, "Look, I'm going to pay you fifteen bucks an hour to clean your mess up." Can I? Can I piggyback on the? the, It's like Caltrans. What incentive is there to finish?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can I continue with the absurd absurd absurdoville narrative here with with homeless and how we're treating it? I think it was the San Fran area, but it might have been somewhere in Orange County. Either way, it doesn't matter, California. Somebody was suggesting or talking about the plan for pressure washing the feces off of the mm-hmm. sidewalk, and a city council member protested because the pressure washing reminds people and triggers them for the hosing that occurred in the civil rights movement. Oh my God. So now, yes. We, yes! We, so, yes, so now the thought is you can't use a pressure washer to clean up feces on the sidewalk because it will trigger people for hoses being used in the civil rights. What uh, was the name conflicts. of the, uh, um,
0: oh, in the movie,
1: the, am oh, sorry, uh, that's hilarious. Please. <laughs>
0: in uh, with Jack Black, um, where he sees all the girls as skinny instead of Shell how and they've got the the poo vanish stuff <laughs> yeah. i forget the name of it
2: i know yeah i know what you're talking about
0: um but maybe that's what we need something that you just spray and the poo boop, vanishes boop,
1: boop. <laughs> sure that'll work i'm telling you that's great we
0: have gone
2: we've jumped the shark know yeah, the, no, in the, the state. shark has been jumped
1: like years ago Oh, God, we've gone full Leroy Jenkins in this sucker. Um, Oh, man, yes, big time.
0: How about them topics, Bobby? All right, swoosh me.
1: There it is. All right, from the LA Times, Los Angeles has lined up record-cheap solar power, but there's a problem by staff writer uh, Sammy Roth. Los Angeles has been sitting on a contract for record-cheap solar power for more than a month, and city officials declined to approve it. Tuesday because of concerns raised by the city's run utilities labor union, which is still fuming over mayor Eric Garcetti's decision to shut down three gas fired plants under the 25 year contract with developer eight minute solar energy. The Los Angeles department of water and power would pay less than two cents per kilowatt hour. A number of city officials and independent experts say would be the lowest price ever paid for solar power in the United States and cheaper than the cost of electricity for typical natural gas-fired power plant. In addition to 400 megawatts of solar power, the Eland El- project would include at least 200 megawatts of lithium-ion batteries capable of storing solar power during the day and injecting it into the grid for hours, uh, for four hours each night. The combined price for the LA tax uh, rate payers of the solar and storage would be 3.3 cents per kilowatt hour also a record for low uh, for low price of the contract. But LADP, uh, the Department of Water and Power, Board of Commissioners voted not to send the contract to city council for approval after utility staff said concerns had been raised by the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 18, which represents the utility employees and is, in a sense, they're afraid of laying off 400 Department of Water and uh, Power workers who work for those three different gas-powered utilities.
0: This is one of those where all of the liberal issues start bisecting each other. They cannot coexist. Right. Right. There's no path.
2: For those familiar with the Venn diagram... Right. there is no overlapping section of all of these Venn diagrams trying right. to be accomplished at the same time
0: because if you want to use a new kind of renewable energy right you're going to upset the labor unions that control these things right mm-hmm. and labor unions are who come up with the big checks right for these candidates reelection time right so <laughs> it's kind of funny how we're, it's
1: <laughs> we're we're in this Awful circle of feasting upon each other here now, yeah uh well, we're seeing that on
2: social issues across the board, and obviously it's infiltrating into these sorts of deals. One thing I couldn't understand is a little side tangent is that could anyone did did the article discuss or could anyone see is that an unsubsidized cost per kilowatt oh. hour <laughs> I mean I'm just curious, like you can make anything the lowest ever. As long if, as it's if, subsidized. If way in the back end, you know, you're getting
1: 90% of it covered by a federal government program or something. So, right. Yes, it is subsidized. <gasps> uh, Shocker. No. Let me see here. I have a little notation here. Da, 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 da. Where did I put it? It's somewhere on here. Anyway. Um, so, it, it is. I mean, that's all
2: that. Yeah. Right? So, so, those costs are just funny numbers, right? They're not actual.
1: Yeah. True costs. They're artificially yeah. deflating it. No, I'm just curious. So, here's get, a, Here's right, a... Yeah. a, a there's, there is a timeline uh yeah, of course 8 minutes that's the company that's going to build it 8 minutes pricing is dependent on the federal investment tax oh, credit for solar power for solar energy which is scheduled to drop 26% at the end of 2019 so there's the timeline so right there. So they're using today's numbers. Of knowing course. Knowing of course of that course. it's going to drop. Uh, it, from, from 30% <laughs> now. So it goes to 26 to 30%. So the company needs to start construction by December of course. to qualify for the 30% tax credit. Of course. Which means it needs to contract uh, approved by Department of Water and Power That's and fine. the City Council before then.
0: So it's a squeeze play. Yeah. But guys, you got
1: to get this done <laughs> right. because
0: we're going to lose this, ma- this amazing credit. Unbelievable. And so
1: this all kind of started off in February uh, when environmental justice activists convinced the city to close the three natural gas plants, the Scattergood, the Haynes, and the Harbor Generating Stations because we don't like the fossil fuels in this area. I don't get area. the
0: deal with natural gas because it's a, just a natural byproduct of the earth. What do you mean you don't get the deal?
1: I, I like why. Why it's
0: why it's such a problem. Oh, yeah. I um, get coal. I get those arguments. It burns dirty, whatever. Natural gas is a byproduct of a lot of things we do. It just comes up from the ground. It's a natural byproduct of drilling for oil, and that's why you see flaring. You that's see right. Those we see it every torches, time we drive fire. south right, and go to Ventura-Oxnard area
1: right. from where we all live. We, we are the Saudi Arabia of natural gas, right? and we've got a ton of it, baby, and we're just burning but, it off. Right, and doesn't
2: that go back down the road of... The only logical explanation to me as to why we don't embrace that for an energy economy is because you really start to get to the true message that they they don't really want a booming um, market based fuel. Right. It, 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 it's it's they're anti-growth. They're anti in some ways. Look, I'll just say it. I think they're anti-human. They don't want us to thrive and survive and grow, and so they just want to keep putting. The left, the liberals, right. the progressives, so, keep putting caps on all this stuff.
1: So, Louis, I know you have always wanted to know why we do not include nuclear. Yeah,
0: that was. Gonna, that was and tip, I always wondered
1: top. why we'd never con- considered hydroelectric power as part of the the whole cusp of this I, green march. Right. I'll so, toss it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it comes. A California constitutional amendment would allow nuclear power to qualify as renewable energy source under the state's renewable renewables portfolio standards. Assemblyman Jordan Cunningham introduced ACA 18, which he says would create fairness in the renewable mm. energy market. Currently, uh, California's climate change laws do not allow, for, uh, all types of carbon emission free sources of power to be counted towards emission goals, um, said Cunningham. And so, so, this is Cunningham. Instead, state law effectively picks and chooses winners and losers in the renewable energy marketplace. It does so by excluding certain types of emissions uh, emission free power sources like nuclear and large scale hydroelectric pro- projects from its renewable pro- portfolio standards, the Office of the Assembly stated. Basic principles of fairness demand that we count all carbon-free power, including nuclear and large hydro, towards our climate goals. Furthermore, it will be extremely difficult, if not impossible, for the state to meet its 2030 and 2045 climate goals without counting nuclear and large hydro, Cunningham said. The Diablo Canyon Nuclear Power Plant, the only operational nuclear plant in California, currently produces 9% of the state's power without any carbon emissions, but it's stated to be closed in 2025 without Diablo's power production. There's no visible path to a statewide carbon free energy grid. The,
0: the only reason why that's being proposed and the reason why it won't pass is because it's Jordan Cunningham.
1: Yes, because he's a Republican because he's a Republican.
0: It's because it makes total sense. And we've talked about this. I don't want to hear any serious conversations about cleaner energy if nuclear is not involved. I've got a really, uh, I've got a good friend um, who I've, I've known for a
2: while and he's quite, he'd it, be interesting. We've, I've talked to him in the past and um, uh, we might be able to, I, I'm not sure if the technology would work out, but get him like for a special episode on the show because he's very well versed in nuclear power in the history of nuclear especially in California, and I tell you what, when you when you investigate it, when you understand it, when you see what technology exists and other countries have used and what we actively resist using, it becomes cr- almost criminal. It becomes um, a, a moral issue that we have decided to deny the use of that sort of technology.
0: Everybody pictures Chernobyl and meltdowns. But with most these issues, right. they were human-caused. They were sabotage,
2: And you're not getting the full story either. Right. I think it was we've mentioned on the episode, Chernobyl did not have a containment dome. Right. I mean, now, we, now you see <laughs> nuclear reactors with a dome over them. Not to mention... Like San Onofre. They've gone and done studies, and the even without a containment dome, which I would sit here and say that's absurd to build a nuclear power plant without one, they did that. They've gone back and looked at the actual ramifications in the area. And it's like an, a f- small fraction of the problems actually in, ensued from what the whole hype was. Again, I would never build a reactor right. without one. But even one that got built without it and had a problem didn't actually create the problem that everyone has talked about for years.
0: Well, and part of it, too, is, I think in this, uh, out of the other side of our mouth... We use nuclear to power our warships all the time every day. Every day every, our aircraft carriers every, and our destroyers <laughs> run off nuclear every day. So oh. it's okay for our sailors to be within arm's reach of a reactor which have had a problem, problem win?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll comment on that. Submarine. With with Russia yeah, subs too. Russia was trying to um test their new supersonic uh, ICBM. Okay. And apparently, it's got nuclear something or other. Propulsion? Propulsion, somehow. Warhead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Warhead, maybe. Certainly yes. on the front end of things. Something. Face. Yeah, something to that effect. And anyway, it crashed and failed, and they scattered nuclear material mm-hmm. along the, the, the North Pole, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And there's questions, but no ramifications. They did whatever they feel like, and no one's like marching down, you know. Red Square as it used to be and say like what is wrong with you people you've done it again. But Chernobyl was
2: But I'm telling you that to me is just another revelation of the true motives here. It's why it's why you don't hear progressives and liberals spend any time on the atrocities of the treatment of women in other countries. Because that won't get them anywhere right. in their agenda for here. And if they actually truly were morally sound and cared about that issue, it wouldn't matter what, in what borders that occurred. And the same with this. They would be equally protesting and up in arms over Russia doing that as they were us building a nuclear plant. But they're not. No.
1: Let me go back to L.A., Department of Water and Power. Yeah, It's um, finalizing its longstanding plans to close the city's last coal-fired power plant, mm-hmm. the uh, Intermountain Power Plant in the Delta, Utah, the elimination of la's dirtiest source of power should have been another bit of great news but there is a catch the dwp plans to replace inter uh, intermountain with a brand new natural gas plant on the same site and the city's ratepayers will be on the hook for its power and pollution through 2077 so we're replacing a coal-fired power plant with a natural gas because we need that supplemental power at night Mm. Because mm-hmm. duh, there's no sun exactly. Right. So, uh, the environmentalists are not happy that we're building another uh, natural gas power plant in that area.
2: I think the other the the the, the last point for me on especially on the L.A. Um, aspect of all this is for people who are willing to look at it. For such, I think it's a great demonstration of how these sorts of decisions by cities, by counties, by our state. They're not decisions based on the actual merits of what it would do to help us, the constituents of the state. It's jobs programs. And honestly, with all due respect, it's in a similar fashion in education. They make the decisions that they make. They fund the programs that they fund, first and foremost, for job preservation and growth within the teachers union. And it's the same thing here. They're going to make a decision on all this stuff based on what's best for unionized government Workers, not what's best for the three of us sitting here as constituents of California, mm. and oftentimes and oftentimes those two things don't line up. But time after time, where things lie, always lie in these decisions: education, power, etc. What's gonna What's gonna support the true intent of all this stuff, which is a jobs program from the government, and this is no different.
1: Let me throw this uh, devil's advocate at you, the uh, other spectrum. The Trump administration plans to roll back regulations mm -hmm, on leaks of natural gas from wells, uh, pipelines, and other equipment, and a move that could uh, significantly increase emissions. Now, Orange Man bad. Uh, The plan announced by the Environmental Protection Agency would eliminate rules on methane emissions that even some major oil and gas companies have told the administration they should keep in place. The EPA said that its proposal would save the oil and gas industry seventeen million to nineteen million per year. But they didn't come out and say, like, how is this good for the environment? I see. Yeah. So there's the double advocate. Like we're rolling back a regulation, makes it cheaper for the consumer, but it ultimately can be a little bit more risky for our health. Provable?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that'd be my question, right? Yeah. Which is the question, I think the bar for all of this stuff that we talk about in the, in the realm of research science, if it's, pr- I mean, and I mean, provable, provable, like, you know, there's a great book by, um, uh, Michael Crichton since, I mean, obviously since past, but he wrote a book called state of fear and it was about his, um, skepticism of the global warming movement and now he thought this whole f- and he's a trained doctor, right, and he was purely coming at it from a science perspective of saying, "This is amazing. I know the standards and the requirements held by the FDA to get drugs approved. I know the testing, the literal statistics jargon that you know certain tests are required to meet certain bars of certain te- uh, numbers of people that it worked on in blind right. studies we don't even hold." All this other pseudoscience stuff to a tenth of that bar. What are we doing? And that 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 is what kind of sent him down the road of his. All, what, is, what is all this stuff about? And so that's why I'm on all these sorts of things with with. Well, we need to do this because it's bad for our health. To what provable standard? Right. Is yeah. it bad for our health?
1: I think. Uh, yeah, Milton Friedman. He had a one of his lectures, and mm-hmm. you know, at what point do you make these decisions to say like? Okay, here's a car. Mm-hmm. I can have a very unsafe car, or I can have the safest car I can possibly have. But one costs right. this amount. That's and The other never, one costs the other one.
2: That's never free. And the second question: Who's bearing the cost mm-hmm. of doing that? So
1: I don't know. I don't I, have the answer. I, it's
2: right, but it's ne- but it's it's never. I guess the point. I'm ultimate point. I'm making. It's never as clear cut, or should never be as clear cut as well. It's healthier. Right. so we should do it like <laughs> right. yeah. okay I probably don't disagree with that but everything call me ruthless everything has a cost-benefit analysis and there's a trade-off
1: right right absolutely next so, one yeah. fun stuff fun stuff in case you didn't hear uh, there's a recycling collapsing in California advocates call on lawmakers to rescue it by the Modesto B Andrew Scheller. when Replanet closed its doors At its remaining 284 California locations earlier this month, alarm bells went up amongst recycling advocates. The recycling chain cited a reduction in state subsidies, reduced prices for aluminum and plastic, and rising operational costs as the reason for shutting its doors. The closure of the largest recycling center in California is a symptom of a much larger problem facing the Golden State, argues Martin Burke of the Ecology Center of Berkeley-based nonprofit. For years, the U.S. has relied on China and other developing countries to accept bulk, unsorted recycling, paper, plastics, and plenty of unrecyclable materials that have to be sorted out. But now the commodities depressed in value. Those countries are becoming more and more selective in what they'll accept, said Burke. We can no longer externalize those costs. We're going to have to face those costs here in the United States. So what the article does not tell you is the paris climate accords mm-hmm. that we walked away from here in america the trumpster walked away from it we oui, we oui. but china apparently did not and they're holding to a new standard which is we don't want your dirty junk anymore because we're going to start charging more and we cannot burden the cost anymore so that's the part of the article that i think it's missing and here we are. we are got a lot of junk that's piling up, and we don't know what to do with it.
2: Well, the first thing that strikes me is the big ta-da for the recycling marketing efforts that have occurred over the last 10, 20 years. This isn't a net positive endeavor. Right. Net, it never net, was. It, exactly. You know, we got told for how long... Well, the, it, it's just natural to do this because you're saving so much money by reusing the, the, the plastic that you don't have to make new plastic, so it's just going to be cheaper to do it. It's it's just a no-brainer. Well, right. no, it was being massively subsidized the whole time because it's not actually cheaper to do.
0: The LA Times did a story about this a couple weeks ago, and they featured Burbank's recycling plant okay. right? mm-hmm. and talked about how all of our anti-plastic laws are causing these plants to go out of business too. The fact that there's less plastic being used, there's less straws, there's no bags. Um, you know, they're starting to go after all the, all the plastic stuff we know and love and there's just not as much recyclable things for them to, to work on anymore.
1: And I've got a nugget for that particular plant because I read the same article and it said the Burbank Recycling Center earned roughly $50,000 a month on recycled materials a decade ago. Last year, they were costing $40,000 a month Mm. to run this facility. What a swing in just 10 years. And it was mainly because of the last three years since Paris. This is a big problem. Big problem all over the place. So much that most of the recyclers just kind of up and left.
2: Yeah. So, again, to your point where you started with from the article, it worked. It Maybe it was closer to net present value positive mm. when there was someone in the chain China who was willing to just take the stuff, which again isn't isn 't true market costs right, right. We're, we're probably now seeing more accurately what the true market costs along the whole recycling chain are, right, and now that we see them it 's not the pie in the
1: sky awesomeness the that amount thought. that cow recycle is. Uh, subsidizing, yeah, it's just not enough. Uh, right. Also known as, uh, never- <laughs> they made twenty five million dollars in payments last year, which is nothing compared to the whole thing that we're collecting. Right now, we have two hundred and seventy eight million dollars of unclaimed redemption value. So, whenever you buy a bottle of Coke or whatever you buy, mm-hmm. a bottle of beer. Oh yes. Okay, yes, yes. you get that five five cent CRV tax and I do quotations right. as tax but they don't consider it a tax because it's redeemable so you're, you're supposed to get charged and then when you bring it back you get five cents back right that's kind of how it's that's why they don't consider it a tax with interest with interest of course <laughs> so they're sitting on a whole pile of money because obviously right now people are still buying their stuff they're buying but, but their no, sodas they're no, buying nobody their nobody takes it back Oh, right. no. I, well, there's I no to take it back anymore.
0: Well, no. I mean, saying even when we were operating in full swing. Right. Uh, for the most part, the homeless.
1: Right. With mm-hmm. that
0: in on it. That's why
2: they were going through trash cans. Oh, or oh, partly.
0: Man, I didn't know that. Or I didn't think of through, I should say. Because when you think about it, do does like Marborg, like our trash collection, mm-hmm. is that what they do with the blue can? As do- they go then redeem all that? And offset their costs? Interesting. So mission.
1: a collapsed market also translates to higher rates for residents because the trash haulers who were picking up the blue bins at the curb relied on profits from selling them to operators. Without That's fine. That, <laughs> without that revenue, haulers are having to raise their prices. Um, in L.A. itself, they went from an average to $46 a household. They raised it per. but this is only the beginning but, but again, per I'm, week. I don't
2: mean to be the party pooper here. It's it, All we're doing, I, th- I feel, is getting closer to actual market clearing values and costs for recycling efforts. I don't think people, I mean, prices are increasing, but I think they're getting to be more true to what the actual costs Zero. are <laughs> for all this stuff. And thus, thus, how worthwhile it is to do all this stuff. Again, people forget. I think the statistic was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So maybe you need a slightly bigger one now. All of the trash generated in the United States for the next 100 years could fit in a 30 mile by 30 mile by 10 or 20 feet deep pit. Now, I got it. You hear 30 miles by 30 miles by 20 feet deep. Big. Have have you seen a a map of America? Right. Like Mm. 30 miles by 30 miles is like a joke. And that's all the trash generated for the next 100 years. So the the, the whole notion of we're going to die unless we recycle all of our trash,
1: probably a little, a little right. over the top. So right now, the state legislature, multiple reform bills are moving through the legislative process, including Assembly Bill 792, which would target beverage container producers by enforcing minimum requirements for recycled materials and production and AB 1080, known as the California Circular Economy and Plastics Pollution Reduction Act, that's the name of it, which would require that all single-use plastic products and packaging products in California be recyclable or combustible by 2030. Big whoop-de-doo. Actually, uh, Jerry Brown actually vetoed these things because they were nonsensical. And I'm telling you, we're going to miss Jerry here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah.
2: That kind of stuff. That's a great example. Kind of under the radar, but you come to find out, wow, he actually
0: he helped keep it in proportion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, it, crazy. I mean, they're, the, the big argument is that we're not paying enough for the redeemable amount. We're not Michigan with their ten cent redeemable amount, right? Oh, right. right. Uh, with Kramer, yeah, and that's the Seinfeld yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but in real, in reality, we're just not there. Right. It's it's bad, and even worse. We're going even further. There's now a proposal from the Department of Toxic Substance Control, which would grind the industry to a halt, resulting in multiple unintended consequences. So currently, the DTSC only regulates the waste leftover considered toxic after the comprehensive metal shredding process is complete. But without any scientific or other justification, the DTSC is planning to regulate every phase of the shredding process by redefining what is considered hazardous waste and charging a fee at every phase of scrap metal recycling. Mm -hmm. So they're now going to have a recycle apocalypse on shredding metal. We're talking, you know, car recycling, that kind of big metal recycling. So this is now on, um, this is ready to smack everybody in the face that now we can't even recycle big metal machinery. Right. This is what we wanted to recycle. This was like, you know, World War Two uh, scrap metal recycling kind of deal. And they're making it so that it's not even feasible Totally. to get the money for that big hunk metal. And this is just a joke now. I don't know what we're doing in this state anymore. We've gone Oh well yeah. <laughs> What are we doing, yeah, right, John?
0: That's the catch for, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing? Well we we talk about it every episode. Nobody thinks through the, like, ancillary effects of what they do. Nope. They just say, hey, it's really good to get rid of all this stuff. Awesome. Well, how does that domino? What's crazy is that they're willing to play out, like, 12 12 layers deep of the what will happens on the climate stuff. Look, if you don't do this, this will happen, and this will happen, and this will happen. But they don't ever look at that on the scale of real things. Like, well, if we ban all this plastic, uh, recycling centers will go under. That's mm-hmm. all futile. All those people are laid off. There's no redemption. There's no more money in the system. Trash haulers then don't make money. They got to charge higher rates to people for their trash. It's this giant spiral of if you do this, then this happens. Mm-hmm. But they never think through any of that. So true. You know, when you build anything, you've got to get like an environmental impact report done, right? And it right. says all the things that this this construction or this building is going to impact around it. Excessive traffic, bigger roads needed, fire protection, police, whatever. There's zero, like, how will this affect the rest of the world mm-hmm. if we do this? It's just, oh, it feels good. Oh, no, that feels feels that's good. the dominating force. It feels good. It felt great. Logically. Meaning... Done. logically it's stupid. right? so I, so true. It doesn't surprise
1: me. It, it it really doesn't, does it? no. oh god. all right. next one.
0: yeah, let's do a little uh, crossfire.
1: we're we're at that point, right? is it that yeah, yeah. time. so I'll lay it down. so what we do here is I'm going to pose the a question to Louie and John. That was quick. <laughs> and The winner of their little Rochambeau game will get to choose whether they're pro the question I'm about to ask or con the question. And uh, whoever lost will have to take the opposite viewpoint, whether they like it or not. That's right. So, who won? I won. John. All right. This should be interesting. All right. Uh Uh-oh. During a 90-minute interview with reporters... Former Vice President Joe Biden talked at length about racism in America, saying it's overwhelmingly a white man's problem visited on poor people of color. Biden made the remarks at his campaign office in Washington, D.C., where he has also said racism has always existed in America. It's real, Biden said, according to Politico. It's there. And the only way form the founding of this country today, you deal with it as it attacks you, You expose it and you embarrass it. You put people in jail when they're engaged in mm. things that are illegal when they're doing it. You call them out and most of all you can you call it out to your own children. Silence is complicity. So my pale friend <laughs> is racism inherent in our country. Go. I I think racism absolutely
2: exists, but with a couple of caveats. I think the size and scale to which the liberal progressives like to discuss that it is is blown way out of proportion. And I think it's incredibly misguided. Call me biased. Call me quote-unquote racist for saying this. Watch here, watch I think it's incredibly biased to say that it is a white man's problem. Everybody is racist. Everybody, I believe, exists on a spectrum of rape, being racist. I don't care what race you are. Because everybody has preconceived notions, they come into any situation looking at a person of a different race, automatically, it's human nature, automatically to have assumptions and think and, and use stereotypes. So I'm not going to, uh, yes, there is racism in America. No, it is not to the scale that a Joe Biden or an Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders says it is. And
1: I'll at least say that whites are no more racist than other races. Exactly the response I was expecting from you, John. All right, Louis, so, this is a slam dunk for you. I want you to hit them hard. Let's hear it. So hold on. Was this a yes?
0: Because I got to take the other side. And you had like yes with caveats.
1: Okay. Uh, no, he, yes. He, was, yes, on yes, a, he yes. was on a no. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you, well, uh, you said it existed.
0: I think for all intents and purposes,
2: when we compare it to the, the average, the average rhetoric in i'm I'm basically saying no in terms of it's not to scale of importance or mattering actually in america so you can go with because technically it does but i'm I'm essentially saying so you're you're
1: yes all white people are inherently racist go louis
0: as bobby has said previously i would expect no other answer from the show's only white man (laughs) i own it racism is everywhere the fact that you don't think there's racism means you're racist. I mean, honestly, everybody's right? Hitler. Everybody's Hitler. Jeez, um, I—you have young black men getting murdered in the streets by police officers, just out of nowhere, for no for no reason, just shot. Bodies everywhere. Chicago, white man's fault because of the racism. Right, Bobby. You can nod. You're yeah, brown.
1: Yeah. Juicy Smellet. Yeah. my hero.
0: I, I look. I'm the show's only Middle Eastern person. I've been oppressed. I've been oh, I by by white people. In fact, they think I'm white because I'm so fair, which is racist in and of itself. There. So, I would have to say that absolutely racism exists, and that's <laughs> my point. <laughs>
1: this is MAGA country. We'll get your boy. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's, I. It's very hard for me to even articulate an argument because I agree with you, John. I mean, sure, anecdotally, there's pockets. C- correct. I don't believe it's systemic. Correct. That, that, that's that's the best way to say. It. And I should also say I don't believe it's a white man's nope thing. Nope. I know plenty of other races <laughs> yes. that are racist against other races. Correct. And that's like the.
2: That's right. There's no card. The liberal idea of everyone's got a card to get out of the racist argument free, except for the white male,
0: well, is a joke. An alternate to Bobby, yeah. there is a ton of racism between Mexicans and Salvadorians. Like yeah. they if they if don't you, like salsa. No, I don't know what their problem is. No, if you call one the other, yeah. like it's an insult. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like there's a whole thing to it. I. Every, everybody's got their um, everybody's every every race every culture's exactly. got their chunk of people Exactly. that is not accepting of <laughs> another the point, of people. That's
2: the point. Right? That's exactly the point. That's
0: not some
2: DNA inherent only in a white person. Right. That's human nature. Absolutely. And, and you can try and call that by something different. You're being racist. Now, I don't care if you call me whatever name you want to call me. I don't I don't care if you do a lot of that stuff. That's, that's the way the world works. Right. right. Uh, what you're really trying to look, what you're really trying to do and argue when you're trying to get rid of all racism is you're trying to create a utopia because bigotry, etc. I'm going to agree with you is, is, uh, wrong. And it's part of man being fallen. You're never going to erase that right uh, out of everywhere, every place, every time for everybody at some point, it's going to get to a level. And I think we're there of, Yes, technically it exists to a point where it's systemic, like you said.
1: No, so I'm right. Oh yeah, ocha, my devil, devil. Wow, <laughs> can't believe you call me that. Yes. Oh, how much time we got, Lou? Ooh, we're gonna have to yeah, 15 minutes skirt through this one here. All right, from the Sacramento Bee, local pension costs costs. Grew in California at nearly six times the national rate, Mm -hmm. new data shows by Wes Vintiser. Median pension costs for local governments grew nearly six times as much in California as the rest of the country over a decade. According to new data compiled by a UC Berkeley professor, a well-known right-wing college. Median pension costs grew up to $7,022 per employee in a selection of cities and counties in California from 2007 to 2016, compared to the national median average increase of $1,0216, Sarah Anzi, an associate professor of public policy said In Sacramento, the rising pension costs have consumed an increasing share of local government revenues, absorbing an additional 2% of general revenues over the 10-year stretch in California compared to a national medium of 0.7%, according to the data. Local government is being affected by high pension costs, Anzia said. It's not in the future, it's now. Anisa's analysis analyzed spending of 442 local governments around the country, including from every state in 26 cities and counties in California. So pension costs Mm. are rising, Mm. and there is no brakes on this speeding locomotive. Mm -mm. Whatever shall we do, John? I pulled up some other articles that I... I just kind of want to just
2: go through a couple of points so people understand exactly like what California is doing, how it's going out there, and why we're finding ourselves in this mess. Mm-hmm. For example, in the Sacramento Bee, in early August, had a story. There is a manager of a small Southern California city. His name is Lee McDougal. His pension's about three hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars, which is nearly a third more than the federal maximum for public pensions. So that's the point we're at. We're actually paying more in our public pensions than the IRS allows. Mm -hmm. So we're finding creative ways to get around that by paying them the remainder of that amount being considered wages. The point being, we've blown past federally Mm -hmm. (laughs) what you're allowed to pay as a pension to somebody. Not a problem, though, because we've come up with ways around that. Uh, An article in April... Um, that said CalPERS 100,000 club, this was from Transparent, California. Uh, the $100,000 club has more than doubled since 2012. So they issued <laughs> almost 31,000 checks that were worth 100,000 or more on an annual basis um, to people in CalPERS. Uh, the growing number of 100,000 plus pensions reflects an increase in new retirees who benefited from the pension enhancements passed in 1999 and 2001. So just as a reminder to everybody, this, this all so much of this comes back to the Gray Davis sweetheart deal negotiation, and you have to air quote negotiation, that occurred during the dot-com just extravaganza in this state. And we're continuing to pay for it. Last, uh, last thing from Transparent California in June said the overtime pay at, we were just talking about the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. The overtime pay hit a record $250 million last year, an increase of 84% from 2013. The just published data revealed that a record high um, LADWP employees were paid $100,000 or more in overtime pay an, an almost thousand percent increase from 2013. Um, there's just the, the so we'll divide that out. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. is overtime, not pensionable. Overtime versus pension, right? Though I, I would appreciate if you give, if you would give just a minute, Louis, because we've talked about this off air. Help me understand because I'm I'm serious, I, but I think it'd be good for the listeners in a general sense, right? Because there's been stories in the past of people using overtime. Or, you're you're better at explaining this using that as a way to boost their pension payout. No, but but it's not in a but it's not it's not in a, in a typical way that they do that. They get some sort of a new classification of right. job, right? But or but, something. but it has
0: nothing to do with overtime, and it never does. No, okay. And I'll speak for CalPERS, which is the I'm, biggest pension system, yeah. but most of them follow the same suit. LA City and LA County have their own pension systems. Your overtime not pensionable. It's based on your base rate, and it's usually like the average of your three highest earning years. Just to clarify, that doesn't matter what sector you're in,
2: what type of job you have, where you're at in city, right. county, state. Overtime right. can't ever come into play.
0: Right. Okay. It's just based off your base pay, and usually it's like your three highest years. Safety gets a bump. They get a higher percentage paid out per year of service. Okay. So the big issue was prior to PEPRA the Public Employee Pension Reform Act. Okay. We had a bunch of three at 50s. That's what PERS was. You got to retire after oh, yes. 30 years of service. Yes. and Or at 50 years old, 30 years of service, right. whatever came first, really. Um, and you got 3% for every year of service. Okay, So at 30 years, you were collecting 90%. Of your three highest earning years, average, three highest earning, got it, so what you got was pension spiking, and you typically saw this in city staffers, not so much your safety uh, and say that 's a safety rate, I should say the three percent at fifty is a safety rate.
2: Use me as an example i 'm a city worker in in some sort of You're what, the office an clerk. engineering
0: job yeah, so your rate might be two points, something okay, police and fire get a bump because of the hazard part of it, so out negotiated, yeah, right. So, if you retired at fifty, yeah. you had thirty years of service, yeah. you got ninety percent of yeah. your three highest earning years. What you saw with a lot of city staffers Let's was okay. pension spiking. Okay. Let's say you're a city planner. You work. You you're the public works director. Okay. Well, you're going to retire in three years. I'm a city manager. I'm getting ready to retire. I'm going to say, John, we're going to make you city manager. I like this. Mm-hmm. You went from say hundred grand a year yeah. to one eighty in my and last it. and magically in my last three years, right? That magic. Right. Now, I should say that's different than a lot of people will wait to promote. Like, I know this was fire and PD. They don't really want to be like a captain or a lieutenant or a battalion chief and sit at a desk. Yep. So, they'll wait to promote till they're five years away. Yeah, five years away or whatever. But they were promoted into that. They're paying into that whatever. It's when you create like an artificial position or you throw somebody, like you're you're just base class firefighter is not going to become a battalion chief, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, it's another gradual step up that you're going. But they were doing that.
2: City they were in, spiking in, it. Right. They were saying, we're going to, oh, we need a city planner number, uh, uh, rank four. And right. all of a sudden, you're going to be
0: that. And that position carries with it a $250,000 a year right. pay. And that's where you saw those cities like Bell and Vernon. Okay. okay. And all these cities where they were just, okay. they were spiking it in those last three years. And the problem is, is that you're not paying in to the system at a graduated rate. To make up for that, so the breakdown of a dollar in Calpers, mm. one dollar fifty nine cents of that comes from the investment earnings. Yep. Twenty eight cents comes from the employee. Yes. And then thirteen percent comes from the Calper member. So the, the their their actual employer. contribution. Yes. Right. So the majority, more than fifty right. percent, right, sixty percent investments as investments. Now, if you look at from two thousand nine forward. In 2009, their investments were earning 24%. In 2012, 0.1. In 2015, 2.4. In 2016, 0.6. Mm. And in 2018, 8.6. Right, so... On an
2: aggregated compounding mm-hmm. basis, I think they've now reset their bar at like they need seven and a half or eight right. years. Right, well...
0: And, and, and there's also, real quick, Bobby, uh-huh. there was like a 10-year period... Where CalPERS told the member organizations, oh, yeah. the cities and counties, that they didn't have to pay their share of the contribution because they were getting that twenty four percent return on investment. We're doing so we're good. Do- uh-huh. So what happened was cities, cities said, "Hey, well, we're not going to plan for this," and they didn't. And then ten
1: years later, oh, they, we need a plan. You got to start now. recontributing well, right? right right now. Uh, per consultant Wishlaw, uh, CalPERS has been forecasting that the uh, Cowper's portfolio, valued at three hundred seventy-eight billion dollars, will earn six point two percent during the next decade. They had then had to recalculate of that course. and said it's now five point nine percent. And this is a this is a fund that is seventy percent assets right now, which is abysmal given the fact that Cowper's was one hundred twenty-eight percent funded mm-hmm. twenty years ago. Well, and we talked
0: about this. Maybe six seven months ago where the the uh CEO of calipers or whatever mm-hmm. the, the board that was making investment decisions mm-hmm. was choosing to not invest in oh oil meaning firearms
2: or that's right which mm-hmm. brings up a, a whole, whole level other
0: fiduciary deal. responsibility
2: of it, the investment team. are we
0: not making the earnings because the market's not there or are we're not making the earnings because we're not making good investment choices that and that right there is where the
2: people who are forced to participate in CalPers have a point of being able to bring a suit against CalPERS.
0: The fund manager has a fiduciary responsibility Without question. to make the best return possible on my dollar. That's all he has. That's the responsibility. It. He doesn't get to interject how he feels about SEALs or or oil or guns. Look if Smith and Wesson is <laughs> <laughs> right is is going to shoot through the sky then he needs to invest in Smith and Wesson right like, he can't say eh, i'm not going to go here i'm not going to invest in this mutual fund or whatever because i don't like right. what it is um and
2: if and when he does someone who is again forcibly attached to the future return stream of Calpers because their future pension depends upon it i think very much has the ability to bring suit against
1: a manager like that, right? They should, right? I mean, we're looking at this. Th- this is just this year. I mean, where, where are where are we next year? No, it keeps compounding. No, yeah. no. Uh, if you right. follow
0: these cities and their right. city councils, they're all struggling. They're having major yeah. issues.
2: If where are you, we next year? If your bar for your calculations was seven and a half percent return, mm-hmm. even at seven point, th- these these organizations are designed to calc out and work out into perpetuity. Right, so if you're a tenth of a percent below where you are stating you need to be on return, you're smoked. You're
1: done. You you have to because I mean, <laughs> it's because it's right compounding now it's, in nature. Right now the stocks are up. Yeah, everything's I, up. Right.
2: Yeah, no, they got they got some problems with those numbers.
1: Um, like an idiot could pull that that percentage
2: out, right? But but to Louis's point, when when you start getting tricky and fancy, and I'm not going to touch this because I don't feel good about that. You go, you go into different
0: territory where you better be able to justify it with returns. There's three years in that last 10 years where they earned a 0.1, a 2.4, and a 0.6. If you had a, yeah. a money manager yeah. in your life getting you a 0.6 annual return or a 0.1, yeah, especially- you're fired. Especially, I mean, the
2: average the person, can, people can go look this up. In the in a general sense, the the general United States bond market and the general U.S. stock market over the last ten years, some sort of combo of those two, uh, those numbers don't look good in comparison.
0: Uh, I <laughs> know, you know, might as well put it into a savings account, just
2: Ally dot com, or you know, one of these one of these like <laughs> will pay you start investing
1: <laughs> options on Robinhood. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah
1: let's solve That's all it. these problems. That's it. That's yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: All right. Episode 59 is down. Thanks, Bobby, for the topics. You liked that, didn't you? I did. It was good. I didn't like your crossfire, though. It was a hard one. Hard for me to pull something out well, that didn't sound if you stupid. Did, hold on. It's easy. If you didn't like it, that just means Bobby's racist. That's true. Like, <laughs> dream a little dream, a dream for me. My little dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Tell your family. We are one of the we are the only yeah. conservative <laughs> California podcast. We get popular because you tell people. You can download us, subscribe on Apple iTunes and Google Play Store. You can find us on calistreaming.com, C-A-L-I-Streaming.com. We have all our show notes, the links of the articles we used for these stories. And uh, if you have a question, drop us a line. Yeah, We've been getting some listener emails, and we always like that. It and helps
1: us uh, plan a couple topics for later on. Yeah. yeah,
0: for sure. And uh, Roberto. Yes. If they're new, and even if they're not,
1: they all love it. What should they do next? They week? all love it when I say, hey, let's burn it all down.